Hello and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell-Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Sup Podcast is our weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us. We read the news, <laughs> so you don't have to. That's right, that's right. Though you probably have been this week. Yeah, it's been a crazy news week. But yeah. Before we get into it. Before we get into it. Yeah. We want to talk about some fun things. Some fun things. I want to talk about what's getting me through the week. Okay, Brian, what is getting you through this week well, in Trump's America? As some of you may know, Betches, we released a new podcast called mm-hmm. Everyone's Gay. Wow. Every Monday, there's a new podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hosted, co-hosted by myself and Fat Carrie Bradshaw, a.k.a. Chris Burns. I listened to the most recent episode, and it prompted me to go back and watch Lady Gaga's VMA performance oh, good. where she does paparazzi. Yeah, it's amazing, I had isn't forgotten that? how iconic yeah. it was. And then I went back after listening to the podcast and hearing you guys talk about it. So yeah. it might great... spur you to go about, do a walk down memory lane. Yeah, you might a... watch some cool VMA videos. Yeah. I mean, it's a fun podcast. We just, we take listener questions from mm-hmm. both gay and straight people about relationships. It's like, so nice of you to accept like, the straights. Oh, I know we're, we're very, <laughs> we're all about equality. <laughs> um, but yeah. And that also, so we're doing a live show. So exciting. We're doing um, a live show. It's, it's a Betches Sup and everyone's gay combined yes. live show. A friend of mine, Tyler Chambers, big fan of the pod, messaged me to say we should have called it Super Gay. I know. Which is correct. Like, he was right, but we've already created all the assets. Yeah. So we're, <laughs> we're just going to share with you guys on yeah. the podcast that that, that was a missed opportunity. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Elise is working on the rundown right now. Mm-hmm. It looks real good. Yeah. And we just b- confirmed our two guests. Oh, guys, it's, these guests. Yeah, very exciting. We have... Tony Award winner nominee. Uh, yeah, I think Tony, she's won. Yeah, Tony. Tony adjacent. Person, yeah, yeah. Person who has been spoken about at the Tonys, Laura Benanti. Yeah, she's a friend of ours. She's a friend of the pod. She yeah. also plays Melania Trump on mm-hmm. uh, Late Night with Stephen Colbert. Yeah, and actually, she's so good. she's so funny. She's so sweet. She's a really kind person. She's, she's hilarious. And I've been following her Insta stories all week because she was just in Italy with yeah. her very cute baby. Yes. and so I was watching all of that. She's fresh off her Italian adventure. She's yeah. coming. She's going to play games with us. She's going to answer listener questions mm-hmm. with us. And then we also have Dylan Marin, yeah. who is a comedian. He's an activist. He's a person who's actually done a TED Talk, oh. which is like... That means he's a real deal. I know. And he uh, he hosts a podcast called Conversations with People Who Hate Me, okay. where he gets people to talk to someone who said something mean about oh, them online. I, yeah, I think I've heard about this. Yeah, and he gets them to... It's not like a confrontation thing. It's like uh, you find out like who that person is, where they're coming from. They find out about you, and you try to... It's like actually a conversation. It's yeah. not like take down your troll, <laughs> <laughs> which is my podcast that no one will sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> also, fun. another fun side note about Laura Benanti is I saw her on Broadway this year, actually, <laughs> In Meteor Shower, which was her, um, it started her, Amy Schumer. Um, Keegan-Michael Key. Yeah, and another man. That's really funny. Steve Martin wrote it. And Steve Martin wrote it. Yes. And it, she was just so good in it. I'm sorry that I, I should have remembered the other guy's name. She's Whatever. amazing. I can She's only remember amazing. so many names. 
Um, and Dylan is so great. He's so funny. He's so thoughtful. Uh, he was on Love It or Leave It recently. Oh, really? Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's going to be a really fun show. It's June 26th at 8 p.m. at Public Hotel. And pub- oh, guys, the Public Hotel, it's going to be such a great venue. There's a bar. We're going to have an intermission in the middle. You can get drunk. We'll be kind of I'll drunk. be getting drunk, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's just going to be such a fun time. Yeah, so tickets are available right now. Yes. And so... And they're only $15. Yeah. So it's like if you're in the city and you've heard us tell you about the show and you're not getting tickets, it's like I feel bad for you. Yeah, you're going to miss out. Yeah. You're going to be like seeing it on Instagram. You're going to be like, oh, my God, why didn't I do this? Because you're definitely going to see it on Instagram. Oh, yeah. It's going to be everywhere. I'm going to be posting. I'm going to be posting. Betches Sup will be posting. Laura's going to be posting. Laura's going to be posting. Fat Carrie Bradshaw will be posting because, you know, he's a part of it, too. And so you can get your tickets at Betches.co slash Sup EG Live. Yes. You That's can. correct, right? Yes, that is the correct link. <laughs> okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. So, yes, exciting show. Exciting show news. Um, all right, well, I can tell you what's getting me through the yes, week. Yes, please do. We're moving to space. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys heard, but yesterday, the president, um, for some reason, there, there must be something going on in the news that he wants to destroy. Distract from. I don't know I'm what not, that I can't could possibly be. What it could possibly be, but um, he announced that he is directing the military. He directed the Pentagon to create a sixth branch of the military that will be equal to the Air Force, <laughs> called the Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> which is insane it's insane for a number of reasons one it's like why what are they fighting what are we fighting in space (laughs) what are we fighting in space (sighs) second of all the military also has uh, the air force also like already has a contingent part of it yeah called the space command you know i'm kind of ready for him to just be like to distract from everything he'll be like it's to fight aliens i know things but i can't say but it's to fight aliens (laughs) yeah exactly i mean like I wouldn't be surprised if he literally came out and like like gave a press conference, you know, the day that he like gets arrested, he gives a press conference that's like just like the speech from Independence Day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and we're like, you didn't write this. And he's like, no, I did. <laughs> like, okay. He's like, I wrote Independence Day. So I can use the speech. Didn't you know? And also, I mean, like, so he created it despite like James Mattis, his secretary of defense and the Pentagon being like, bro, you don't need to do this. This is yeah. so unnecessary. Literally. Why? Like, what and like, it's going to be costly and unnecessary. Like, it's also just crazy to me that like they're constantly like, like our government is constantly like, we don't have enough money to give food stamps to people. We don't have enough money to provide quality health care for people, but we do have money for a fake space army. <laughs> 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 that's gonna do we don't know what they're gonna fight um space junk and I, <laughs> rogue yeah. satellites I, I i read that basically trump like gave this speech and he's like we don't want to just be in space we want to dominate space <laughs> which is like uh, uh, okay. we're fighting space okay we're gonna dominate the we're shit gonna, out of space we're gonna take over space now <laughs> i don't know does the he one- know it's ever expanding Can, like there's I there's a lot of space guys. I guarantee <laughs> How are we going to dominate all of it? <laughs> I guarantee that Donald Trump could not tell you a single correct fact about space. <laughs> there is no way that he knows anything about space at all. I don't think so. I think space is terrifying. 
Oh, I wouldn't go if I no. had the option to. Unless I like had to because Earth was unsustainable. If you get drafted into the space force. Unless I get drafted into the space <laughs> force. <of> the- <laughs> I would. I, I, it's too frightening. I don't even it's like being. Very scary. I don't even like being in the ocean. It's like, very scary. I think, and I've said this before, I think I would literally turn down a free ride to space if Elon Musk was like, at least you want to go. I would be like, Elon, lose my number. Like, thank, I, you for, <laughs> thank you for thinking of me, Thank Elon. you for thinking of me, but lose my number, dude. I'm done with you. And no, I don't want to go. I actually think that if I was in a spaceship and I saw the Earth from space that I would have sort of like a mental breakdown. <laughs> Probably. I, I, I think that's likely. I think yeah. that like if I actually like the actual experience of like I might being like I'm in space. If anything happens to this spaceship, I'm done. So the earth <laughs> is down there. It's going to take a really long time. Like I, I would, I would not be happy. Unless we lived in a world like Star Wars where we had like light speed travel yeah. and we were, there's already people like flying around, then I would be okay. Yeah. I guess if we lived in Star Wars and it was like pretty standard to hop around from planet to planet. But no, it's but not. No, we don't live in Star Wars. No, we don't. Unfortunately, Maybe, no. Unfortunately not. But you know, if we did, we'll be prepared with our space with force. With the space force. I feel like. Maybe like 10 years from now, we'll be thanking Donald Trump for creating a space force. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I feel like if because we're, if our space force, if we're making like a, a Star Wars analogy and I'm like not a Star Wars person, but I feel like the space force is definitely the empire, right? Like it's not good. Like the oh, space yeah. force is definitely going to be like, we got to get rid of these Jedi. <laughs> 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 They're causing all sorts of trouble. They believe in feelings and fun stuff. Where's Yoda from? Let me see your papers. <laughs> <laughs> there was a funny tweet in the sub today about, Oh, yes, it was, was it? Um, we're creating a space force and the Martians will pay. <laughs> yeah, that was It was good. our tweet of the day in this up, and I do not remember who's the handle it is yeah. to shout them out, but it was go, a very funny tweet. But go tweet. subscribe to the sub and you'll find out who And you'll get it. funny tweets. I send a funny tweet every day that's usually related to the news in some capacity. One time I did include my own tweet and someone emailed back and they were like, you included your own tweet. <laughs> <laughs> and Damn I was it. like, oh my God, I've been found out. <laughs> Oh no! Ironically, Elisa's never put one of my tweets. You have sent to me. <laughs> <laughs> they are not deemed funny enough, but it's okay. it's okay. Brian, I'll put your tweet in this up. Thank tweet you. something, I'll put it in. Okay, thank you. Okay, so now that we've talked about things that are funny, let's talk about things that are really sad. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's just I'm like not, don't want to laugh. Uh, it's actually kind of hard to. To, to talk about I know I, I actually do so obviously we're talking about the ongoing issue of the Trump administration's new policy of separating children from their parents at the border and I would just say this one really has gotten me down like this one feels like like so I mean so much bad stuff has happened but this one feels so bad yeah and like I also feel exponentially more helpless than normal yeah like i called my senators Mm -hmm. they're kirsten gillibrand and chuck schumer so it's like yeah they know i called the one republican rep who like represents my parents district back home where i'm from but it's just like for me i just have no faith at this point that anyone's gonna do the right thing or that any of the people who would do the right thing are in power at all so i'm just like 
I feel very helpless about the whole thing. And that's not to say anyone shouldn't take action. It's yeah. just how I'm personally feeling no. right now is like nothing's going to make Stephen Miller not be racist. Also, like it's it, it kind of is similar to me after um, the Sandy Hook shooting is that like when it's children and we're still not doing anything about exactly. it. Exactly. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with us? Exactly. When it's like, these are little kids. And I don't know if you guys, if anybody saw, but ProPublica released a recording yeah. of Inside a Detention Center yesterday. This was following, which we're going to get into, Kirsten with a J. <laughs> what a stupid fucking name for a I stupid... I know. Like, I can't even... For a horrible witch. For, uh, yeah. Kirsten Nielsen, our lovely Department of Homeland Security secretary, gave a big... Press conference of lies yesterday, um, and then afterwards, or simultaneously, ProPublica released this recording of, like, inside a detention center, and you just hear, like, these children wailing, they're crying, yeah. and then one of the border patrol officers starts taunting them in Spanish, and he's like, well, don't we have a little orchestra going on over here? All we need is a conductor, like, talking about their screams. That's terrible. I know. I saw that one, and, I, and I, it was that... And then the video, the one video that they've released of inside these detention centers where people are just being like shuffled around from cages. It's like full children of men. Yeah. If you've seen it. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I was just like, I, I, I felt like, <laughs> like, I don't know, like a gate went up on my heart. I was yeah. just like, well, I don't even know what to do. Because again, Stephen Miller's not going to stop being racist. No. He done been racist. And honestly, like Donald Trump is racist. He, yeah. We all remember in 2015 when he announced that he was running that he called Mexicans rapists and murderers. And that's what he thinks. And that's what he thinks. And And it extends to these children. And it extends, yeah. And, you know, we're we're getting to a point now where, like, we're dehumanizing these people and these children. And we're looking at them as illegal people. Yeah. And there are a couple things that point to this. Number one, in Kirsten with the Jays press conference, she uh, she consistently refers to them as alien minors. Yeah. Which is like, sounds like something that would be um, under the Space Forces yeah. <laughs> delegation, but it's not. Um, and then they. this is another thing that's been pointed out by, uh, I think it was one specific reporter during the press conference, and then a lot oh, of yeah. people have been asking about it is, the only places that we've really been able to see, the only places we've been able to see footage of are places that are housing sort of teen boys. boys. Yeah, so she asked, like, because they're releasing the footage that we're seeing. And so she asked, she's like, where are the toddlers and where where are the girls? And she just like, she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, Kirsten Nielsen also pretended she's never seen any of the pictures of children in cages. Then, she was like, I've never seen them, and which then, is so... And then she offered... MSNBC, I just looked this up recently, uh, a couple, like like an hour ago. Um, I forget his name, Jacob uh, something. Yeah. She offered him pictures of toddlers and girls from 2016. And he's like, what am I supposed to do with this? I'm asking to see the people today. Yeah. And when, and when they're, they're touring the facility, they don't see them either. We're not seeing, we're like, where are they keeping them? Yeah. And also, it's just like, what kind of people are running this are housing these children are running the places where they're kept because like we don't like what the pedophiles well there actually was an incident Uh, now that has recently come out about a border patrol agent who abused a four-year-old immigrant girl he's now been arrested he's in custody and he basically used the threat of deportation against this girl's mother to stop her from coming forward yeah and he's arrested now for um like aggravated sexual assault on a minor. The girl's four years old. So, I mean, it's just, 
so, it really is that bad. Like it, it's yeah. hard to even be like, because I mean, we joke all the time, like, oh, the world is on fire, the news, whatever. I mean, this really feels like a seminal moment for our country. Yes. And I will say the majority of Americans, two thirds do not support Mm-hmm. What's happening? The problem is fifty-three percent of Republicans. Uh, let me actually yeah, look I at think, the exact. That, I, think that's, I think that's correct. Data. Um, I know it's mo- a majority of Republicans um, believe in this separation yeah, policy. Believe in fifty-eight percent of Republicans <clears throat> believe in the separation policy. So now we're dealing with this situation where. Trump is obviously going to do what his base wants. That's all he cares about. He doesn't care about these children. He doesn't care about being a good person. He doesn't care about his legacy. He doesn't care about any of that stuff. He cares about immediate rewards. He's a child. He created a space army. Like, 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 this is the man who's like, wants a space army. So there's that. And now, like, the Republicans in Congress maybe might... Like there's a bill that's currently making its way that's sort of like the conservative answer. mm -hmm. And this would in a way, end the separation policy in that it makes it so that you can jail the children with their parents yeah. now, which and is, I and so, guess, better. And so this policy has been in place for in past administrations. However, they did not enforce it yeah. they, in, in the same way that we are enforcing it now. They're saying that first and foremost, right now we're saying the Trump administration is like, we are treating this as illegal first, and then if they are asking for asylum, that comes second. But if they are found illegal, then they're they're going to be deported before they can even seek asylum. And so they announced their policy of separating children in May. Yes, and it's basically a part of this thing of like we're going to prosecute a hundred percent of people who come across the border. In previous administrations, if someone came across with family, they wouldn't immediately throw them in jail. They would go through the they, they would go through the immigration courts yes. basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another issue that we're seeing. So this, I guess, we should just try to kind of kind of try to like address individual lies yes. <laughs> so one of the first ones is oh this happened in past administrations no Mm-mm. there are there were children in detention centers in past administrations but that goes back to something we've talked about on the podcast which is children who arrive unaccompanied yes that's different mm-hmm. it's children who arrive unaccompanied and i'm not saying that they were in amazing facilities we had detention facilities that were not up yeah. to snuff under obama under bush that is correct yeah but we were not actively separating children from their parents since this policy has been put in place um in about a six-week period two thousand children have been separated from their families yeah so we have traumatized two thousand children yeah and a lot of these kids end up going into foster care or placed in homes and there's not a a thing in place to really make it easy to locate these children for the parents to locate these children once their deportation process or their illegal, like their, yeah. cr- like their, their case is done or so th- that's not great. No. <laughs> we're having so, a tough time finding the kids that we're taking away. Yes. So another thing that Kirsten Nielsen continually says in her press conference, which first of all, before we even get into it, I'm address. I, I need to address the J in Kirsten, which is, <laughs> That's why I said stupid fucking name. Before. Which is okay for those of you who don't know. Kirsten spells her name K K I R S T J E N. And my thing is, if you are going to be locking up kids who speak Spanish and tell them accusing immigrants of not assimilating, <clears throat> you need to get that J 
out of Kirsten or go the fuck back to Norway yeah. <laughs> or wherever the hell you're from because this is America <laughs> and Kirsten just simply does not have a J in it. And I don't understand. Okay. I don't understand where it came from and why. Uh, so, yes. she. They announced this policy and they said it was going to be, sorry. <laughs> sorry just like it's, I'm like, why the fuck does she spill it I don't know. I don't know. So they announced this policy and they said it's going to be a deterrent um, so people won't cross as much. By the way, we have record lows of people actually trying to enter the country. Anyways. Um, but, you know, here's the thing. It is not a deterrent. It is not working. Because what these people are trying to escape from is gang violence. They don't want to, like, in some cases, they're escaping gang violence, domestic abuse. Their ch- their daughters are being raped. Yeah. Um, they're, like, Their sons are being government. threatened to either join a gang or be killed. And like, so... When you put that against what coming to America, making this, they're, they're willing to travel hundreds of miles. Where their lives are in danger the entire, entire time. time. And because they see America as this beacon of hope and we're still fucking them. And and they're so they're going to still keep coming. And this is this is not going to do anything. And this is not solving any problem. Yeah. Also, it's not like. All, and this is something Sammy and I talked about last episode, but it's not like they're all on Twitter just like, oh my God, did you like hear about like Trump's new policy? Whatever. Like yeah. a lot of the people begin this journey six months prior to showing up and they don't, they're not checking the news. They're not yeah. like, getting the newspaper. They don't know that this like horror show has begun. They're not, they, they're, they're not as in tune to what's happening in American politics as we are. Yes. They, you, you know, they're, they've got other things on their mind. They're not like up to date on every new policy. They're not watching Stephen Miller's fucking press conferences. So anyway, Kirsten Nielsen goes out and she gives this bullshit press conference yesterday and she says a bunch of stuff that is a lie. First, a couple of days ago, she tweeted, we do not have a policy of separating families at the border, period, which is... Which she later contradicts yes and and the other thing is this is this kind of goes back to just like the gas the sheer gaslighting of the trump mm-hmm. administration it's like of course it's a new policy you guys went on tv and announced it yeah she was on npr she got interviewed by npr like a month or two ago yeah. and said this is something that we're doing jeff sessions made an announcement yeah. if it wasn't a new policy if it was something that has already always been going on why john kelly floated the idea a year ago uh when he was yeah. homeland security advisor before and he was national security yes or, and he? yeah and in and in that interview they ask him if he's considering doing that and he says yes i'm considering it so it's like if this was a policy of the previous administration why why would Stephen miller be out here taking credit for it as mm-hmm. a thing he wasn't in the Obama administration, like why was there the need for an announcement from Jeff Sessions and Kirsten Nielsen? Why would a top Trump advisor say that he was considering doing it if it was something that was already in place and that Congress has to change? Yes. And so it's just so obvious. And it's just like, it's like they're lying about something that happened one month ago because they expect people not to be able to look up clips, but also the people who they're trying to convince don't look up clips. Yeah, they don't. They're and really only talking to their own people. They take to- everything. Yeah. And they take everything at face value. Like on this past Friday, Trump made an unannounced, an unannounced appearance on Fox and friends. Yes. Fox and friends was filming on the white house lawn and as they do. And then Trump <laughs> tweets, he's like, I'm about to make an unannounced appearance. And I'm like, but you just, <laughs> You just announced And it. Fox and Friends just happened to be at the White House. 
Like, whoa, what a coinky dink. And so in this in this press, I wish my yaggle, favorite show would come to my house. Oh, right. That'd, yeah. that'd be great. Like, I would be like, oh, my God, they're filming e- The Bachelor in front of my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it's Becca. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, and so he's just like lies after lies. Like one of his lies, he was saying that Paul Manafort only worked for him for 44 days. It was like 149. <laughs> and um, he, was the, he was the campaign manager. Because if. Did we even were we even able to talk about the fact that Paul Manafort is in jail? Did we talk about this? Did we get? I feel has Paul, so much happened since Paul Manafort's been put in jail that we Paul Manafort's in jail. Guys. Paul, if we haven't said it already, Paul Manafort is in jail. Think, which is a, a fun, he had his bail revoked because he tried to tamper <laughs> with witnesses, and now he's in jail. Yeah. Oh um, wait, I think we did talk about it. I think he was about to. No, we didn't. We we knew that he tampered with witnesses. We didn't know. We he didn't went to jail. know he was going to jail. Anywho's anyway. all. So and then he, and then Trump goes on to say that the Democrats are to blame for this policy. That this, this is a law. This and is so crazy again because it's like it's another gaslighting of just like how our government works. The Democrats are not in power. They couldn't pass a law if they wanted to. So yes, Donald. Um, the Republicans how? control all three branches of government. Or all, all, right now, yeah. all three branches, but like. They were, Senate, they control two levers, all of the electable levers yeah. of government. And in a way, they control the Supreme Court right now because they yeah. would appoint a justice. I mean, right now, the Supreme Court is balanced. But and, and again, as we've said many times, please send your kale to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. Please send her any emergency that you have <laughs> or honestly, crystals. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever we think is keeping people healthy these days. Get a Reiki going on. <laughs> yeah. And so this is not a democratic law, even if the Democrats. So there's actually 49 Democratic senators, which is every Democrat in the Senate, have now signed on to a bill to end this policy. But so, no Republicans. But no, exactly. And so what which is so like they'll all come out fucking Jeff Flake. John McCain, all of them, even McCain, I'll say it will tweet out like, oh, this policy is bad. But it's like then put your fucking money where your mouth is and sign this shit. He's not, I mean, and then put the ball in Trump's court, but it's like they won't even pass anything through. Paul Ryan's like, oh, I don't approve of this policy. And it's like, okay, we'll pass something through yeah, the then, house. And then do something about it, man. Do something, pass a bill. Yeah, and like the, so many of these, like, like Flake, Paul Ryan, they're not running for re-election. No, that's the thing is that we have all these Republicans who aren't running for re-election because they can't get re-elected because, because of their it's base. It's Donald Trump's America because, now. And yeah. th- despite the fact that they're he's fucking them out of their jobs. They won't even stand up to him. Like Flake could if flip I, this. If I was one of their children or their grandchildren, I'd be so fucking embarrassed. Like I honestly, like I can't believe it. Like, and um, yeah, so I'm, uh, <laughs> I know it's just like, and, and I mean, this is kind of part of the like helplessness feeling that I've been personally feeling, which is like, Okay, I don't really have access to any Republicans in the Senate, but I can call my Democratic senators. Let's say they get another Republican to sign on. Will Mitch McConnell agree to get it to the floor? Will Paul Ryan get it through the House? Like, I don't know. If it gets to Trump's desk, would he even sign it? Yeah, I really doubt probably that he not. would because he's a monster. Like, so, he literally has the ability to stop it. He, uh, Lindsey Graham, Lindsey fucking Graham, who could also sign on to this bill, said that Donald Trump could end this so policy did, yeah. with a phone call. So did Orrin Hatch. He both said that of them. before. And both of them have the ability to sign on to this bill, but they're not doing it. And they're not, they're, they won't even like outwardly like decry what is going on. And it's, 
disturbing. I I just saw these um side by sides of uh wedding rings from being taken from the, the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. And they're taking all like the rosaries and jewelry. Like I was <sighs> just like that side by side is so disturbing. That is so fucked because like I I mean we all know, but like a rosary is like a religious token. And yeah. that's probably something that like they carried with them throughout their entire journey here. That six month journey where their life was threatened every step of the way. They, that was probably something that they like held on to, to be like, this is my connection to God. I will say the rosary. I mean, I know that like my Nana had one rosary that she held on to until she died. That's like a very Latina lady thing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really horrible. That just, like, gave me chills to even think about. I, I got the chills a lot reading about Reading about this, this. and listening to that ProPublica tape is really, really difficult. Yeah. So another thing that we should address, another thing that Kirsten Nielsen is saying that is untrue, um, uh, and we can vote on which are the bigger lies, all the things Kirsten Nielsen said in her press conference or spelling the name Kirsten with a J, <laughs> 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 which is just another, the icing on top of her lie cake. But she basically says that like, oh, you can apply for asylum because applying for asylum is legal. And a lot of these people are asylum seekers. Yes. Not every single person who turns up at the border from another country is trying to cross illegally. Some of them are actually trying to legally see asylum, Mm -hmm. according to Kirsten. Yeah. Uh, that they're not being turned away and you can still go to specific places to gain asylum. But what reporters and agent like watchdog agencies and people who have looked into this have found that actually people are being turned away at these asylum seeking places. Like the legal ports of entry, if you even try and go there, they'd be like, you can't come in because we just can't take you. Yes. They'll be turned away. Yes. And the ACLU and other advocacy groups say that they've seen documented cases of parents who's claimed asylums at port of entry having their children taken away. And regardless. So, so these are people who are actually trying to come in a legal way. They're trying to go through the systems that we've put in place to legally allow them entry into the country. And we are still taking their children away. Yeah. And so when they are turned away, they will enter in another place and they're not trying. I mean, there are some, but they're not trying to sneak in. They're trying, you know what yeah, I mean? They're announced they're, and they're and, at, at great personal risk. Yeah. And so they're not going to these legal ports of entry because they've been turned away or it just like, you know, any, and so they, when they get to border patrol, they're like, I'm seeking asylum. They don't give a fuck. They'll take, they separate the children anyways, and then prosecute them. And despite their claims for asylum, they will handle it as a criminal case first. And then by the time it's settled, they're either like deported and out of yeah. there. They never get to, they never, they never get to claim for asylum. Yeah. Like they've basically shut that down, but we've got Kirsten out here tweeting up a storm saying um, that, you know, it's, it's legal to seek asylum and no one will be turned away at ports of entry and stuff. So it's like, Oh, let's imagine that maybe someone, I know we said like they're most likely not tuned into all this stuff, but let's say we've got like the one guy in the caravan who's got a data plan. He's on Twitter. Kirsten Nielsen, here she is telling people they can still seek asylum when we have many reputable agencies telling us that that's not true. Yeah. Because what this policy really comes down to is they don't want them to come at all. 
They don't want them to come at all, and we are using, we are kidnapping their children. Yeah, and, to try and keep them from. You coming. know, there's this big, there's this. Trump will say, "Oh, you know, they're taking our jobs." Um, blah blah blah. Like we we don't ha- we can't support them. How can you claim that you our economy is so good and that our job our job growth and like our unemployment rates are the best they've ever been? But these people are going to take away the jobs. It makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. Also, who, we put them in the space force. Yeah. <laughs> we need we need and, people to go to the space. And you we know, need the space army. People like <laughs> people in Texas in Alabama rely upon a lot of these immigrants. Yeah. To for for construction I work. I mean, we all do. Farm. They're they're Everyone. picking all the food that we eat. Yes. They, if, they, if you had an avocado today, if you yes. eat a tomato ever, like. And because all they want is a better life for them and their children. And I, I remember this story of this watermelon farmers and they, they, the government tried to, they said they couldn't hire any more immigrants uh-huh. or illegal immigrants. And so instead they were giving them prison prisoners, like white jail people uh-huh. in jail to come and pick and do the, like their farm work. And they did a terrible job. They didn't, they, they just didn't care because like, why the fuck would a prison worker care at all? Yeah. Why would you, what, I mean, you're like, like, why would I do it? And it also just like, it's also like another weird thing of forced labor that is, yeah. Where they like pay them 10 cents. <laughs> yeah, which is a, yeah. Which is another really terrible other fucked up issue. Yeah. But that kind of comes back to, again, this policy is not about the law. You'll see people being like, well, don't break the law, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, well, these employers are breaking the law, major, major companies. And we don't go after them with this like fervor. Mm -hmm. Like we don't clamp down on them. We clamp down on the people because they don't want the people. Yeah. They don't like the people. If it was really about enforcing the law, then they would also enforce the law on these major companies who, yeah. Like benefit from this kinds of labor. They we would have seen a crackdown on that side of it, too. But we don't see that crackdown. We only see a crackdown on the people because he hates the people. Yeah, he's racist. He's like the Central Park Five. Yeah. He wouldn't rent to black people. You yeah. know, it's like it's just a continuation of what it is. And Stephen Miller is one of the worst pieces of shit to ever walk this earth yeah he's so disgusting i feel like maybe i've said this on the pod before but i have a friend of mine who's a very funny comedian charles gould uh who when Stephen miller like first gave his like press conference like his very first one where he like announced himself and he was like the president must be obeyed i'm gonna go play my clarinet (laughs) Um, (laughs) he like charles posted this whole thing because he was like i went to high school with Stephen miller and he said a couple things about him. It was like a long post, but one of the things he said was he was like, he was hands down the least popular person at my high school. When I was feeling sad, I would think to myself, at least I am not Stephen Miller. <laughs> and then he was like, he was openly racist and talked about being racist. He would go up to students who were speaking Spanish at school and tell them to stop. He made a speech where he was booed off stage trying to be class president where he said, why should we pick up after ourselves if we have janitors to do that for us? um, His dad was like known for renting, basically being like a slumlord who rented to like, you know, immigrant populations and took advantage of them. He's racist. He's so racist. No, I mean, it it comes down to this like white 
mentality, mostly white male, but I'm sure w- white women are racist as well, obviously. Yeah. 53% voted for Trump. Yeah. And so it's, it's this, it's this, um, they feel like their country is not their own because it's getting less white, which, yeah. but, but like, why isn't there a straight pride month? Where's my white history month? Like, yeah. it's like, go fuck yourself. It's every day. It's every dude. day. It's every day. It's, it's like, every second. White people are doing fine. Yeah. Men like, are until, doing fine. Until people are persecuted for being white, they don't deserve anything. Yeah. I mean, it's literally. I'm white, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Brian <laughs> is white. However, I'm gay, so I kind of like makes up for it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's just like. It's obviously so depressing. So, um, so, I mean, there are things you can do. You can yeah. always text resist to 50409. It'll walk you through how to either call or you can send like a very fancy looking fax yeah. over text to mm-hmm. your representatives. And just continue to be outraged. Yeah, I know. I've seen a lot of people online and I totally get it being like, I'm tuned out. I can't check into this news. It is unfortunately our duty as people who don't have to deal with this directly to continue to be checked in no matter how like truly painful it is. It's painful. I mean, you guys can probably hear it in our voices. Yeah, like, we're not we're as not, I'm not as bubbly as I feel like I know. I, I'm not be. like I'm like trying to shove a few jokes in there, <laughs> but it's I mean, it's painful. You can you can donate to the ACLU though. Mm-hmm. They are fighting this legally. There's um a bunch of different groups border angels there's one called rises i think and you know and just like you know i think sharing as much as you can on your social media is about like um what's going on i think like showing pictures and you know and that audio and i think that helps trigger something because i know like there's someone on facebook uh a relative of mine who's pretty apolitical we'll stay out of it because we have my, my family is both sides of the aisle um, so for that sake, we, we try and just not say anything on social media. And she actually did. She like shared this and she's like, what is like, I'm trying not. And then, yeah, and, you know, it's almost like, whoa, she actually posted something political. Yeah. I mean, this is something that I think it, you it, can with those people who are independent, who aren't political na- by nature, but definitely aren't on board with all this stuff. I mean, like, look, if you're, you're one crazy racist uncle who posts like fucking weird memes all the time. <laughs> He's probably you're probably not going to get him. But there are, as Brian yeah. just said, there are people, your friend who isn't really tuned in, who might not be fully aware of what's going on, who votes, but isn't like hugely political or maybe who doesn't vote because they don't really feel like the system, like they don't really understand the system, et cetera, et cetera. Those are people you can actually get in your day to day life. Yeah. I would say don't waste time on like. Twitter trolls no. who are insane or because like the craziest members of your family. Talk to the people who you actually yeah. feel like don't know the severity of the situation or could be made to understand. Because when it really comes down to it, it's it's basic. It's it's like this is bad. Like we are separating children from their parents who are trying to find a better life for themselves and their children. And that's it. We're kidding. Yeah. Like and that and and that's it. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Like, yes. Also, another thing, like an argument that I've seen is like, we separate children from their parents all the time. If the parents break the law, we don't just not send them to jail. And it's like, okay, true. But that child doesn't go to a detention facility. No. Um, they go stay with other members of their family unless through like they they might end up in the foster care system which is different than being However, in a detention facility. Y- it's different, yes. How and and they are also locatable. Yes. We also know where they 
are. And we're Second not. Second of all, yeah, it, bor- crossing the border. What a lot of people don't realize is that's actually a misdemeanor crime. Yes. So we don't typically do that for a misdemeanor crime immediately separate someone from their parents. So like, no. that's another thing to keep in mind. Like, yes, illegal entry is a crime, but it's a misdemeanor. It's not a felony. Yeah. It's not what, it's not something that's like we jail you immediately. Yeah. And you know, we're putting them, we're putting these kids in places that are cages. They're tents. Yeah. And I mean, I know Laura Ingram compared it to boarding school or summer camp. Right. Yeah. But at boarding school or summer pa- camp, your parents can pick you up. Yeah. If you like aren't having a good time. And you're not sleeping on a mattress on a floor with space blankets. Yeah. With a with, thermal blanket. And a bunch of other children that you don't know who are all crying because they're sad and miss their family. Yeah, exactly. Like, Which when we were you're, assuming because we still don't know. We still haven't seen any footage of the. Yeah. Of the like the girls or the toddlers. But yeah, um, I think there are a couple key differences between summer camp and the detention facility, even if they're painted nice and they get it's like a lot, one thing I keep saying is like they get to play soccer. And it's like, okay, yeah, it's like, so prisoners also get to do yeah. activities outside. Like, yeah. you just because you get to play soccer, I feel like their <clears> argument <throat> is like, like, oh no, it's not a concentration camp yet. Like, yeah. it's like literally they're just like, no, we're detaining them, but like we let them watch TV. And also, like, this is, like, the immediate effects. Like, we're not even going to know. We don't even know what this, like, psychological effects is going to have on these children. No. This abandonment and, you know, it's not like the people who are taking them are tra- are trained in child safety and child caring. No, or have their best interest at heart. I mean, <clears> look <throat> at that story we just talked about yeah. with this guy who abused a little girl who knows how many other people he abused we also have you know this border guard who's taunting the children like they're obviously not i'm sure there are people who are working there who are compassionate people who are trained professionals but as in all things there are going to be people who are working there for a variety of reasons and only one small sliver of those reasons is that they actually care for and want to help these children and you know also toddlers are not easy to take care of and babies and they no. need they need constant watch like a three-year-old is running around like you have to all you have to make sure they don't kill themselves yeah because they're gonna jump off of some couch or something I know. and they need to be changed like do they have do they have the capabilities to do this? Like I don't no. think so. And they I mean just think about it like it's hard to be like a single mom and that's like one lady, one baby. Yeah. And that's hard. Like usually kind of the agreed upon ideal scenario is it's two people, two adults to one baby. And then it's <laughs> like like that's like usually what we yeah. say is like probably the ideal it takes yeah. a village or whatever. Yeah. And now we like the village is all children. Yeah. <laughs> now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like, <clears throat> they're like saying this is the law. Like Jeff Sessions is using the Bible to push the law, like saying that we have to enforce the law. Even Sarah Huckabee Sanders has said that same thing. And also it's like, yes, there are laws, but that doesn't mean it's not every law is a good thing. Yeah. Well, I think even like MLK has a quote that's like a law that's not a, I'm not even going to like, but slavery it's like, was legal. Slavery was the law. Like, yeah. you know, like <clears throat> there, there are a lot of laws that have been bad. It used to be illegal for a white person and a black person to get married. It used like, to be like illegal for a, a woman to, like what sort of justification is that? And also if it was the law, like, like we said, 
this is, wasn't happening before. Yeah, like it wasn't. That's the thing is it's it's not the law. And every single legal scholar, every person who you talk to who doesn't have their head up the ass of this administration will say that. So, you know, this is a heavy episode. Obviously, it's been a heavy week. Donate to the ACLU. Yeah, and call stay, your senators. Stay informed. We're gonna keep seeing what where this ends yeah. up going because at this rate, we don't know what solution. No, there's gonna but be. But just keep keep your eyes on it. And again, talk to those people on the edges, the ones who you think like could make a difference here. And register to vote. And register to vote. If you're register not, register your friends to vote. If you're not, and if you're if you are, make sure you're picking primary candidates who are like super on the record about this yeah. stuff, you know. And then if and then also some primaries are over, just learn about the candidates. Yeah, you know, and just stay informed. Yeah, another thing that I hate, I like read all the things Twitter trolls say, which I like shouldn't do because it's very infuriating. But they're like, "Well, where were you when Obama was doing this?" Blah blah. blah. And I'm like, you know what? I'll even give that to you. I wish I had been more informed about what yeah. was going on under Obama, under Bush. I mean, I was a literal child <clears throat> under Bush, but like, yeah. I wish that I had stayed more yes. informed because maybe if I and maybe if me and all my friends had gotten our asses up on this issue, we could have pushed our government to do something then so we wouldn't be in this horrible situation now yeah. where that's at the whims of everything. I regret that. I wish yeah. I wish that I had known, but I'm in it now. I'm paying yeah. attention now. I can yeah. only do what I'm going to do. Like there's no, no. So like if a Democratic president was doing this, I would I I would not be like, no I wouldn't be cool with it. No, <laughs> it's no. not like selective outrage, and I feel the same way. Like I I wasn't as informed as I was, but then now we live in the fucking upside down, and Donald Trump is president. So yeah. yes, everyone should be as informed as possible. Yeah, I'm like uh, yeah <clears throat> okay I get it. This is that's another thing where like sometimes they'll be like wow okay like when if you talk about like Donald Trump's like assault accusations or whatever they're like oh, okay wow but you support Bill Clinton I'm like I was truly one years old like he and was, no I do not yeah and actually if he ran for president again I wouldn't vote for him no I'm like <laughs> team Monica yeah I'm, I literally am team Monica and I like I also yeah I don't want to see his ass anywhere I think that he's gross and horrible and yeah. I think that a lot of like the issues that we're seeing now were seeded under his yeah. bullshit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's where I stand on all that. Okay. Shall we talk about one more thing? Yeah, let's get one more thing. Okay, this one's funny. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're going to do something <laughs> funny now. Um, sorry. sorry. <laughs> we're, wow. Okay. Um, have you been watching this season of The Bachelorette? No. Okay. <laughs> well, there's, um, there's a guy on this season. His name is Lincoln. He recently, I mean, okay, obviously dark, but he recently uh, got convicted of trying to grope a lady on a boat. Oh, but God. this was that. Well, it happened before he went on the Bachelorette, but the conviction happened now. Anyway, that's just some background on Lincoln. Something else to know about Lincoln. So that's the worst thing about him. But, <laughs> but the second worst thing about Lincoln is that last night on The Bachelorette, he basically announced that he believes the earth is flat. Oh, my God. And all the other guys were like, what? And then he just kept <laughs> being like, there's no science to prove that the earth isn't flat. What? He, and he was like, if you can get an astrophysicist to call me and explain it, like, I will. And it was just so crazy because all the guys were just like, what? <laughs> they were like, what, dude? And then, like, they were like... Like all of them just kept kind of like letting him keep saying this stuff. I don't know if it was like if they edited out there or whatever, but he was like, there's no evidence. And I was like, but we have pictures of the earth. Yeah. Like Like people have a lot of people have been out in space. Yeah. Like we actually have a lot of people that have gone to space 
and they've taken pictures. And we like addressed this how a did really get, long time ago. How did ago. he get to the Bachelorette? Was he like probably by a plane? Right. And like he probably could see like, oh, wow, the sky is a little rounded. My other question, <laughs> right? And my other question for people who think that is like, what do they think is at the end? I don't know. And like, like what has, happens when has you get no, to the end? Like, and has, no one's ever and been? And no one's gone to see what the, the flat end flat is? Like... I mean, there's just so many reasons yeah. why it's crazy. To I just think like, I, what I'm what I'm hearing from this is that the the Bachelor really needs to up its background checks. Yes, Holy I mean, shit. first of all, yes, like, and then second of all, the other thing that was crazy is like, if you watch The Bachelor, you know, or The Bachelor, you know that anytime anybody steps out of line, someone who's vying for a little bit more attention will like bring it to The Bachelorette and be like, like on a recent episode, there's this guy who's like a male model and they were like, he was bragging about his 5,000 Tinder matches. And I'm like, if I was The Bachelorette and one of my contestants told you that they don't believe that the earth is round, that is the shit that I need brought to me immediately. Like one of them should have gotten up and been like, where the fuck is Becca? (laughs) Sat her down and been like, Lincoln does not believe that the earth Just is round. so you know. Heads up. And then Becca would be like, thank you. And then immediately eliminate him. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> like that, I will say, I will go on the record right now and say not believing that the earth is round is a deal breaker for me. Oh, um, yeah, I can feel that. And if you also have a sexual assault conviction, we it's not going to work out. We're not getting engaged. Doing? I don't know. I We have a friend um, who's going to be on a reality show. And the amount of background checks and stuff, like, why can't they, like, like how could, how I mean, can the, they how, can defi- this, how can this person slip through? They definitely should have found the, Lincoln's, like, ongoing, cool. s- aggravated, like, maybe they whatever. Thought, maybe they thought it would make for good TV if he, like, aggravated assault at someone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, they've already been down that road with The Bachelor, so. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but the, like that, they've already been down that road, and I think it almost tanked their entire franchise. So it's kind of bizarre that yeah. they would like not do this. And then there was the other guy who I think like is like her front runner. Like she's like literally. Oh in yeah, love he with like him. he like likes racist memes. Yeah, he liked a bunch tra- of racist transphobic. memes. I understand how they didn't find those because you do have to do a little bit of like obsessive digging there to be like oh he liked it because he also liked them from like an account that he runs for like a clothing company like it was there there were like a couple layers there like i understand how they didn't get that one but this seems like something that like a brief google could have gotten him to i think so and then on top of that he doesn't believe that the earth is round okay guys okay (laughs) um so yeah also we if you um screenshot this podcast. Oh, yes. I need to, I, 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 we didn't write down the promotions, but I just remembered. Yes. We have to promote. Them. One final thing. You've, you're, you're at the end of the podcast. You've listened. What do you do next? Take a screenshot. Yes. And then tag us in it. Post it. Tag it. Betch us up. And um, DM us, DM your, us address. your address. And we'll send you some dope stickers. Yeah. We have great stickers. They're super fun. Yes. If you have anyone in your life or you're listening to the podcast and you haven't subscribed to the newsletter yet, which is Crazy. How could you listen to this and not subscribe to the newsletter? We're Please giving do. one sub subscriber in the month of June a big old bag of benefit cosmetics. Yes. And you know that you want it. Yeah, it's a big Who, it's a big bag. I see it every day. Yeah. Who doesn't want free makeup? 
Mm. As And as we said in the last episode, it's like even if you're one of our male listeners, it's like you get this big bag of benefit. Now you just you don't have to buy any of your female friends, family members gifts ever again. You just, Or you can wear it yourself. Yeah. Whatever you want. It is Pride Month. It is Pride Month. I'm going to be wearing mascara and eyeliner all weekend. I know. I mean, I'm, I imagine Chris, Fat Carrie Bradshaw, yeah. would love a big bag of And benefit. I mean, I'm basically always wearing concealer anyway. So Yeah. So there's a lot of different options. Uh, come to the live show. Yeah. June 26, 8 p.m. Public Hotel. Yeah. Betches.co slash sup EG live for tickets. Yep. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. It's going to be great. All right, guys. Until the end of democracy, which is now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this was the Betches Sup Podcast. Bye. Betches.